part two, the week two Saturday preview edition for fantasy football. We are talking stardom, sit'em. We talked the injury report on part one. And to end part one, I said we didn't fit it in. Oh, no, we'll have a part two. I'm not sure why I said that. Every single Saturday is a two-parter. So we are here for the long haul. We got a lot to talk about. We got five more games to discuss along with our bet of the week, our bold pick of the week, our inbox questions that we're going to get to. We had a lot of those. So thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Like giving me content, letting me wrap out, wrap up this 45 minutes with, you know, an actual, you know, dialogue with the, with the listeners. So thank you guys very much again. I really appreciate that. Uh, hopefully it works out last, my first uh, kind of a funny story. My first inbox question was for a Thursday night game, so I, I'm not able to put it on the Saturday show, but it was Odell Beckham or Darius Slayton. And he he had texted me this with like three minutes left before lineups lock. And I just said, Slayton, go with the hot hand, Slayton. And Odell went off. So th- the point of the story is is to A, don't ask me with two minutes left, and, and that's, you know. But also, thank you for, for coming to me and trusting me with your with your picks. I, I do appreciate it. I just thought it was funny because then Odell went absolutely off. So now Darius Slayton has to go off for, to make me look to make me look uh like uh like a guy who knows what he's talking about. Let's move on to the last bit of the stardom sitem section. As we talk about the Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I, I said at the start of the show that uh, Jardavius Ward is out for week two. And this will help people like Mike Williams and, and Keenan Allen. And I'm going to go ahead and say start Keenan Allen once again. I said it last week. I'll go ahead and say it again. But with caution this time. I think this could be, if he doesn't perform, if he does not perform week two, um, against a, a defense that is not known. I mean, obviously, it's a good defense. But the offense is so good that the defense only has to be good. doesn't have to be great. just has to be good. And so with Keenan Allen, he's good too. And so I think this could be a nice, a, a nice little matchup for him. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, it is the same situation as the Green Bay Packers. I am not starting any fringe Kansas City Chiefs just yet. Because I know for a fact that as soon as I pick pick up McCall Hardman and start McCall Hardman, that is when Sammy Watkins goes off. That is when Demarcus Robinson finds a touchdown. So my point is, is I'm only starting Mahomes, Clyde, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, obviously Harrison Butker if you have him, but the big five, the the big four for me are really the only ones I'm interested in. They will get you enough points to have fun with. Um, it's those fringe guys that just make me very wary of using a starting spot. Now, if you want to pick him up, that is definitely understandable. But at the end of the day, until Tyreek Hill, uh, knock on wood, gets hurt, uh, they will always be the second option, and they will always be they will always be the third option. So Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill run that offense, 
And it's just uh, the the probability of volume of chances um, and and execution of those chances just does not give me much hope to start any fringe Chiefs, even though the offense is amazing. I understand that's where the dilemma really comes from, but it is too risky in my opinion. Let's move on to the Texans and the Ravens. I think it's fair to say that I will admit on this show every time I am blatantly wrong, and uh, I am blatantly wrong when I said that Will Fuller needed some time to get used to that number one receiver's role. He did not. He went off eight receptions for 112 yards last week, and now he goes against Baltimore, a much, much tougher um, defense in general. At the same time, he showed me that he is 100% ready, and that is the reason they traded DeAndre Hopkins away. Now, if that was the right move or not is, is a different conversation. But they believe Will Fuller is the number one wide receiver. He showed it in week one. That makes me start him in week two. Now, on the other side of the ball, the Ravens, I'm, I gotta have, I, I gotta go with if you have DK, if you have J.K. Dobbins or Mark Ingram, you have to start him. Yeah, you have to start them. If they both get 10 t- carries, and you you better hope that your guy gets the goal line ones because I don't know. I really don't know what to think at this point, but Texans defense, rushing-wise, it's, uh, it's not scary. I mean, they gave up like 166 yards on the ground and one touchdown last week, so... The matchup is there. It's if you can get the right one. <laughs> so, obviously, at the end of the day, yeah, Houston was eighth worst in rushing yards in 2019 as well. Um, I just say go for it. I, I just say go for it, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, if you have them both, then you're probably not starting them both. And you just have to flip a coin. I 100% think you should flip a coin. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Like, that's how close it is. Because uh, just look at the splits. I mean, Ingram comes into the game or comes into the year on the depth chart as the number one guy. But the very, very, very first game... You're already he already only has ten attempts. And JK Dobbins has seven. So it's like, man, what are we doing here? Have fun. Flip a coin. I think that's I think honestly you'll fifty fifty shot on it. Um New England and Seattle. Sunday night game. It's gonna be a good one. And on Tuesday I mentioned how DK Metcalf is one hundred percent the number one starting wide receiver on the Seahawks. I think I was underselling Tyler Doc, uh, Tyler Lockett just a little bit. Just a little bit. I did not know he went for 8 92 uh, in week one. And, you know, if he has the touchdown instead of DK Metcalf, I'm probably saying something different. So start Tyler Lockett, start DK Metcalf. Unfortunately, one of them is going to have to go against Stephen Gilmore. I'm assuming it's going to be DK Metcalf in terms of just the the degree of difficulty it is to cover him. They'll probably put Gilmore on him. So I, I think that Tyler Lockett is even more so a must start. Now, Cam Newton, 
week one went off, okay, and he was running the ball a lot. Two touchdowns on the ground, only 155 uh, passing yards, but 75 rushing yards on 15 attempts and two touchdowns. Now, if you take a look at what Seattle did <laughs> in terms of rushing defense, uh, they they didn't do terribly, but they gave up a lot of a lot of yards week one, and so with a total of 506 yards allowed week one, Seattle's defense to me is not impenetrable, and Cam Newton should definitely be uh, at least considered to start. I mean, if I had him on a team where I am, let's just say, have a team with Tom Brady instead of uh, instead of Tom Brady starting, I would not shy away from starting Cam Newton. And so, you know, maybe you have a guy like Deshaun Watson who's going against pretty tough matchup this week in Baltimore. And you want a little bit of an easier matchup with Seattle? Cam Newton could be there. Uh, if you're a, a Drew Brees guy, a Matthew Stafford, a Carson Wentz guy or girl, um, maybe Cam Newton is the better option. So I think Cam Newton, I think it all depends in, in terms of a lot of quarterbacks in fantasy football. It all depends on what you're feeling. It all depends on what you got because you can only play one quarterback, and if you have a good one, you probably aren't going to replace him. But Cam Newton should be considered as a starting quarterback in your fantasy team because rushing, 15 rushing attempts, that shows me they're going to be committed to to run the ball a lot with Cam Newton. Maybe not 15 times every game, but if you're getting close to 10, he's going to give you some really a real some real fantasy value there. Let's move on to the Monday night game in our final section of the Sidham Stardom section, and that is New Orleans against Las Vegas. And I'm shaking on Drew Brees until I know exactly what's going on with Michael Thomas. And until I know what's going on with Michael Thomas, I will say it is going to be a little too difficult to say start Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but if Michael Thomas is out, officially out, I know I just reported that he's feeling great and there's a good chance he actually plays. But let's just say he doesn't. Emmanuel Sanders should be considered as a flex option. Um, but I think Drew Brees and Emmanuel Sanders both depend on the availability of Michael Thomas. So game game time decision on both these guys, on all three of these players. If Michael Thomas is available, I say you would probably want to start Drew Brees. Let's move on because that is it. I don't think Las Vegas has any fringe people that you need to worry about. I'm not starting Derek Carr. Um, obviously, you're starting Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller. You should be starting as well. So, the for sure guys you're starting, you already know you are. Let's move on. Let's move on to our bet of the week. And boy, we got a few. We got a few of them to talk about. And I posted them on the Instagram. Haven't heard back. Um, or I, I have heard back from a few of you, you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think they're good odds as well, but let's go over them. Five-team parlay for the first one. Vegas at plus 200. Patriots at plus 175. Chiefs at minus 400. Ravens at minus 330. And Steelers at minus 325. Bringing it to a nice win $4, or risk $4, win 67.50. 
I like that. I like those odds. I really do. Raiders, if Michael Thomas is out. Patriots, obviously, are the Patriots. Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, heavy heavy favorites. Uh, Then we get to our 10-team parlay, our big boy. And at the same time, we can still, you know, the five-team parlay and the 10-team parlay, they don't counterbalance any teams. They just... Those are the 15 games that are going on this this week. So we parlayed them all. Parlayed them all. Tampa Bay, minus 375. Steelers at minus 325. Cowboys at minus 210. Niners at minus 310. Bills at minus 240. Vikings at plus 150. Packers at minus 270. Bears at minus 245. Titans at minus 360. And Cardinals at minus 320. Risk 5. Win 1. 80. It's 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 that's I'm a parlay guy. I'm a parlay guy at heart. You risk a little bit, you win a lot. And if if you, you claim to know a lot like I do, I should be getting these right. It's parlay and obviously anything can happen, but then we round it out with a nice a nice counterbalance because if you think about it, what ruins parlays? Big upsets. So we did a nice big upset Two-team parlay, the Panthers over the Buccaneers at plus 315, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 1-0, by the way, okay, a plus 300 team who's 1-0, I'll take that all day long. I know I mentioned earlier something about the least talented team in the league, but at plus 300 and plus 315, I risk 6, I win 100 I like those odds, okay? I like those odds for sure. So those are the bets of the week. Pretty out there, but we'll we'll get more into the comfortable zone. Some some high risk or some high reward. Um no, low reward, low risk bets. That's what I meant to say. Uh let's move on though to our bold pick of the week, and I think it's gonna be the tight end from the Baltimore Ravens, Mark Andrews, 100-plus yards and two touchdowns. That is the bold pick of the week. Mark Andrews should be started, obviously, in every single format, but I think he's going to go off. Definitely think he's going to go off against Houston, so that will be a good one. And now we get to our inbox questions to round out. Nice voice crack there. To round out the, the episode. And when I was switching... From part one to part two, I actually received a few more questions, which is great. So, I got a question, Washington defense or Cardinals defense? Which one would you rather have? If that was your only two options, I would probably say Arizona's defense is the way to go. Then, I got a good question. This was one of, um, this one's pretty tough, but full PPR league. And he needs a, a play at the flex. He, he needs to decide between Scotty Miller and Michael Gallup. Now, due to the fact that I have Dak as a stardom selection, and I think the Cowboys can absolutely be in a shootout with the Atlanta Falcons, I think you want to be a part of that potential. And I'm going to go with Michael Gallup, full PPR. He had over 1,000 yards last year. I'm expecting him to have a big game. I mentioned it earlier. This confirms it. Thank you so much for sending this question in. But with that being said, I think Scotty Miller would also be a viable pick with Chris Godwin out. Now, I'm not ready 
to rely on Scotty Miller as a fantasy option just yet. You could have him on your bench. You can monitor him on the watch list. He's not very high percentage in rostership. But I'm going to go with a guy like Michael Gallup pretty much every time in this situation. Now, let's move on. Now we had a, a Emmanuel Sanders question. So we talked about Emmanuel Sanders at the end of the stardom section. Let's talk about the question real quick. Emmanuel Sanders or Will Fuller? Now, I go Will Fuller every time here, but at the same time, if Michael Thomas is out, I think either one you wouldn't be put you wouldn't be mad with either one. I think they could both potentially have big weeks. But with that being said as well, even if Michael Thomas is out, I would still go Will Fuller the fifth. Due to the fact that he is number one wide receiver, and technically Emmanuel Sanders is not. Now I had another good question. Mike Williams. Mike Williams or Sterling Shepard? Now, this question is interesting because Sterling Shepard, three years ago, this would have been a tough one. But I think Michael, uh, Michael, <laughs> Mike Williams is definitely the choice here. I think Sterling Shepard is losing time to become fantasy relevant once again. He has always been a pretty big prospect and always had that what-if ability. Uh, Darius Slayton has kind of taken that role for the Giants quietly and and loudly in 2020, but quietly in 2019. And I think that Sterling Shepard is just not, 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 not ready not ready to be started. I, I would not feel comfortable after his six receptions and 4.7 fantasy points. Um, or he had 47 yards. If you play PPR, it's a little bit more than that. But standard league is only 4.7 points. So I would lean towards Mike Williams. Um, you know, Jadarvius Ward is probably the the deciding factor for me because of the fact that he is out. The best cornerback is going to have to play Keenan Allen. That leaves a little bit of a mismatch on Mike Williams for week two. So Mike Williams could go off, so I would start him instead. Now, Sammy Watkins or Naheem Hines. This is a PPR format, and due to the fact that it's PPR format, I would have to go with Naheem Hines 10 times out of 10. Marlon Mack is out. Jonathan Taylor is still a rookie. And here's a guy who's a dual back, and he can get the receiving yards along with the rushing yards and is just just gives you a way more consistent and trustworthy profile than Sammy Watkins. Unfortunately, Sammy Watkins is just too inconsistent, and with a PPR format specifically, he gets yardage. He gets a lot of yardage per catch, and it's not a volume of catches. Specifically, with the offense that he has around him. He's just not going to be able to, <coughs> excuse me, to get the volume that he needs in a PPR format to be relevant. So I would go Naheem Hines every single time. And finally, last but not least, official Tyler Higby or Noah Fant. This was a self. Um, a, a, this was my question to myself that I wanted to share with the listeners, and I'm going with Noah Fant. Confirming it, I mentioned it earlier on pod number one. I am confirming it. Noah Fant over Tyler Higby for week two, even though the defensive matchups are not favorable. 
I still want to see what Noah Fant can do. So that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got this thing to 50 minutes this time. Uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving these Saturday episodes. I got this one out real late, so I really, I really, I do apologize for the timing on this one. But um, that's it. Part two is done. And just a, a nice reminder: go subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Going live podcast. Nothing's up yet, but go subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Instagram, Twitter, going live. Follow us. A lot of cool stuff on there, along with scheduling announcements. A lot of the scheduling announcements will be on the social media. And last but not least, just a friendly reminder, we are kicking it with Kyle. We just did, virtually, over Skype. Almost lost the recording, but we got it. It's up if you want to check it out. Not the best audio quality, but we work with what we got. Coronavirus sometimes does not allow us to get together, so we had to do a Skype. But for 253... We'll be uh we'll we'll be in the studio, like our our normal ones. This is going to be one of the best podcasts I think we've ever done because I am so excited for this card. So stay tuned for that. Then we'll have obviously next week Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. We replaced Wednesday's episode with the kicking in with Kyle. We'll do the three fantasy football next week, uh, along with the Saturday episode. So. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, Monday, we're back at it. Sunday recap, week three, prep, all that good stuff. So we will see you soon. And as always, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next time.